I got a free baseball play for you for this Friday, June the 4th. My Houston Astros are taking on the Toronto Blue Jays. Welcome to Pick Some Parlays. I'm Allie Burns, and I've got Tim Michael with me today to give us the play. How's it going, Tim? It's going great, Allie. You know what? I've been saying this last couple of weeks, but the sun's out. We're past spring. We're in the summer. It's, it is it is summertime. We're out at the ballpark, isn't it? Yes, summertime and the living is easy. Vegas is in the hundreds all week long. That's what we're doing this week. Uh, we're at like 108 degrees for seven days in a row. Great weather for baseball. Um, so I'm showing the Blue Jays as the favorite here, minus a 125. They're starting their lefty, Ryu. Um, and then Houston starting Zach Grinke, righty. I'm showing a total of eight and a half. What do you got for me here? So, you know what, I think my pronunciation is a little bit wrong for him, but I, I like Hyunjin Yu and the Jays at home here, Ali. And I think this matchup and situation is one that favors them really well here. The Astros, well, they're in Boston right now as we're recording this on Thursday, while Toronto is off. So the Jays come into this one rested, and Houston comes into town with no rest and traveling. Now, Toronto, they just took both games of an interleague series over the Marlins at home. And I mean, the Jays are only a pedestrian 12 and 11 at home this year, but definitely the Astros play better at home than on the road as they come into Thursday night against the Red Sox with an 11 and 12 record on the road. And then the starting, you know what, we've got the starting pitching matchup. We got Granke, who is 5 and 2 with a 3.67 ERA for the Astros so far. And he comes off of a good outing against the Padres on Sunday, giving up one run over eight innings and he's you know what he's actually better on the road than at home but as good as Granky has been you for the jays has been even better he's five and two with a 2.62 era he also has a fantastic 58 to 8 strikeout to walk ratio over 58.1 innings of work now you though this is this is the big one has been unbelievable in this part he's two and oh with a minuscule 0.90 ERA alley. Long story short here, on this pick, you is basically the reason I like the Jays here. I don't have any issues laying this price. And you know what? You're here for my free pick on your birthday. And that's going to be my strongest play on this one. We're going to go with the Blue Jays. Okay, so you're going to fade my home team on my birthday. I'm with you on this one. I've been riding the Astros, especially the Astros' first five, for quite a bit now. Um, and I was going to fade them yesterday or Tuesday with the Red Sox. I laid off of it. I wanted to get on the Red Sox today, but I was doing my show and I couldn't. The Red Sox did it. I think those Houston bats are cooling down. You know, they only scored two in the second to last game against the Red Sox. Um, I think they only scored one on Wednesday. So I'm with you. Uh, Astros bats are cooling down. I really like Grinky. He is great on the road, but I love Ryu. Like I, he's one of my, I've been betting on this guy for seasons. Like this isn't anything new. So at this price, I really, really like your play on the Blue Jays. What do you think about a total here? Eight and a half is what it is. I don't mean to kill you on your home team there, but we're here to make money, not to pick favorites, yeah. right? But uh, now if I'm going to go with a total, I mean, as good as these lineups are, even with the cooler bats, and despite this being a hitter's park, I'm going to roll with the under. These two starting pitchers enter in on top form, and I think they're going to get most of the headlines in tomorrow's summaries. So, hey, as I mentioned before, my strongest play is going to be on the Jays, but I'm going to go with the under as far as the total is concerned. I like it, and I like it's not like a seven and a half or an eight. I think eight and a half makes me feel really good about it. So we're going to roll with the Blue Jays minus a 125, and we are going to take it under eight and a half runs.
It's game three, and the Colorado Avalanche are at the Las Vegas Golden Knights. I'm seeing Vegas minus 105, total of five and a half. What's the play on the game? Well, you know what, Allie? I think you're going to like what I'm going to tell you here. As you know, your Vegas Knights, well, they're down 0-2 here. But you know what? The choice from here for me here is actually pretty clear. I absolutely like the Knights at home. I think, well, they're going to bounce back and claw their way back into the series. Now, the Knights, they were clearly out of gas in game one, losing that game by that blowout of 7-1. Now, you got to remember, though, Colorado had over a week off between the series. And while the Knights, well, they just had to, they had to go through the wild and play their full seven games to get past the, the Minnesota Wild. So now, you know what? The Knights, they looked significantly better in game two. And really, losing in overtime, I it really could have gone either way in that one. But you know what? Vegas now returns home where it went, 23-6-1-2. Now, Colorado was great on the road, obviously. But one of the strong trends that supports my play on the Knights here, Allie, and I'll point it out now, is that Vegas is near perfect 6-1 and one in its last seven in trying to revenge an overtime loss on a road, uh, overtime road loss to an opponent. That didn't come out really well, but you know, I think you got what I meant. Now, <laughs> hey, it's obviously difficult to say anything negative whatsoever about Colorado. The Avalanche, they steamrolled the Blues in four straight, and now they've taken the first two games of the series. And even as good as the Avalanche are playing, Allie, I just think that at some point here, they're going to have a small letdown, and I simply feel that the Knights team is a really good one. Vegas finished with the number one defense. It allows just 2.13 goals per game. The Knights also averaged 3.39 goals per game, which ranks third. And if it wasn't for an unlucky bounce, Vegas could have won game two. And in this series would have been tied and the Knights would have been like probably more like a minus 135 favorite. But that didn't happen. Colorado managed the victory. Now the Knights are priced around, like you said, that minus 105. And I think the value here for sure is on Vegas to bounce back, Ali. So, you know what? You're here for my free pick. You're here for my birthday pick to you. And my official yes. strongest call here is... I'm going to roll with the Knights to bounce back and lay everything on the line in game three. Well, that makes me feel really good about things. Um, now, talk to me about a total, five and a half. First one went way over. Last night went under. So what's it going to be on Friday? Okay, that first one was a total anomaly. You had a team that was gassed versus a team that was rested. Things are starting to even out a little bit here. So, you know what? To correlate along with my play on the Knights, I'm going to go with the under here again, Allie. Game two, like you mentioned, was that under. And Vegas played a lot better on the defensive end. So, yeah, if Las Vegas is getting back into the series, it's going to be because of its fantastic defensive play. So that's my call so far. That's my call. So far as the total is concerned, we're going to go with the under. I like it. I like to hear all the things you're saying. We're going to go with the Vegas Golden Knights to get their first win in the series. Fingers crossed. Flurries and net. Not sure why it wouldn't be. And we're going to take it under the five and a half goals. Hey, guys, just a reminder. Don't forget to use our promo code podcast. It'll save you 20% off of all packages or subscriptions. I've got a two-teamer for your MLB Friday. We've got the Cleveland Indians taking on the Baltimore Orioles. Cincinnati Reds are at the Cardinals. And Cam Ross is here to give us a two-team play. What's up, Cam Ross? Man, nothing much. You know, just getting through this season. It's crazy. It's already June. You know, we're going to have the full baseball season. 
there's a lot of teams revealing themselves as a contender, and there's a lot of teams revealing themselves as not a contender. But so far, so good with uh, with this baseball season. All right. Well, I like to hear that. Well, here's a little secret. Friday, June 4th is my birthday. So if this pick doesn't cash, I'm going to be like personally offended by it. Okay. So this better be your best parlay you ever gave out on a show ever. Ready? Indians no. at Baltimore. <laughs> I'm showing Cleveland minus 120 and the total is eight and a half. So what do you got? Yeah, you know, this number this number is lower than you would expect it to be. Cleveland 30 and 24 on the year, 16 and 12 away. The Orioles, they're 19 and 37. The Orioles, I think this this is down because uh, Mejia is starting for the Indians. This is going to be his fourth appearance this year, but his first career start. So to me, that means this could be a bullpen type day, you know, a work type day against this Orioles lineup. The Orioles have won two games in a row, which is just, you know, stops the world because that ended a 14-game skid. But, you know, I'm not into it. I'm not believing it. Aiken's on the mound for the Orioles. He's 0-0 on the year, 480 ERA. Cleveland's hitting the ball well. I think Mejia is going to do well enough. He'll probably go two, three, maybe four innings. They're going to work in a lot of arms just to get work against this bad Orioles team. With this small line, with the better team like this, I'm going to take the Indians to get it done on the road Friday. Okay, so Indians minus 120 is the first leg of our two-teamer. Up next, I've got the Cincinnati Reds are at the Cardinals. Cards are a minus 133. The total is also eight and a half. Yeah, you know, a lot of the same thing here. It's a, it's a pretty good team against a not pretty good team. The only difference with this game is the good teams at home. <clears throat> Both teams have lost three of their last five with the Cardinals giving up two touchdowns to the Dodgers last game out on Wednesday. But the biggest thing is here with me is there's two not good pitchers, but Kim, he's been much better. One and three, three, six, five ERA. And against this Reds lineup that's so up and down, I think he'll have a lot of success. And Castillo has been atrocious this year. You know, one and eight, seven, two, two ERA. I think the Cardinals are going to be able to get to him. I think they're going to enjoy playing at home, prime time, eight fifteen, summertime baseball. I'm going to go with the Cardinals to get it done Friday night at home. All right. Cardinals are going to light up Castillo. So that's your two-team parlay from Cameron Ross at Picks and Parlays. We're going to take the Cardinals, and we are going to take the Indians for the win. The L.A. Clippers are taking on the Dallas Mavericks, and I got your free pick right here. Clippers are at Dallas Mavericks. Mavs were a seven, what was it, seven point dog, and they end up beating the Clippers by five points in game five. Clippers should get a little bit heated up in this one because they're in a do or die situation. I am seeing the Clippers minus two and a half, and the total is 216 and a half. So, which, which way do we go with this one? Yeah, you know, uh, first of all, I just want to say I'm sorry to anybody who heard me say previously in this week that Lucas Hurts apparently he's yeah. not. You know, he, no. I guess it was just fake. I don't know what it was. He played out of his mind last night, 27 points in the first half. He finished with a 40 ball. You know, it was easy all night for him. But in regards to the Clippers, they were horrible last night. You know, Luka outshot and outscored Kawhi and Paul George as a unit. And with the do or die situation, even in Dallas, you know, the road team has won every game in this series. And like it or not, it was as bad as they played last night. I think... That trend is going to continue here. I don't think I don't think the Clippers are done yet. I think they're going to figure it out. They weren't ready for Boban to be in the middle, clogging things up. You know, it was a different look. I think they're going to be ready for this game. I think it's going to again going to be close, but I do think the Clippers are going to pull this one off. 
win again in Dallas and force it back to LA for game seven. Yeah, you know, I got to tell you, I was with you on this Luca thing too. I laid off the game just because it was so game time decision, but we saw in game four, he was like injured. It was painful yeah. to watch him play basketball. So I didn't expect him to come out the way he did in game five. I don't think the Clippers did either. You know, that's just it. So I'm with you here. I think the Clips, it's do or die. What are you going to do? You got to win to stay in the game. So Clippers minus two and a half. That's Cameron Ross's free pick for this Friday, June the 4th.